the perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast with your hosts, Chip Patterson, Tom Fernelli, Danny Cannell, and Bud Elliott. It's your call for the best college football coverage from National Signing Day to the National Championship and everything in between. CBS Sports presents the Cover 3 Podcast. And welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast. Welcome back to Bowl Season Daily, Thursday, December 23rd. That's Tom Fernelli. I'm Chip Patterson. Back to our afternoon football. Thank goodness we got two games today. We back in Frisco, baby. The Frisco Football Classic features North Texas and Miami of Ohio at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time kick. Then the nightcap, UCF and Florida, 7 p.m. kickoff from Tampa in the Gasparilla Bowl. Uh, let's start in Frisco, where we've got a North Texas team that got really hot late and turned in one of the bigger stunner results of the entire Conference USA season, handing UTSA its first loss of the year in the final week of the regular season. Miami of Ohio also 6-6 six and six coming into this game. They have a familiar name there, Brett Gabbert. I think Danny talked about him, right, on mm-hmm. the lock spot when mm-hmm. he was talking about Miami of Ohio. So, uh, you know, we've got two teams here, both coming in around 500. North Texas certainly did not look like he was going to be here. What What are some of your storylines and the things you're, you're really looking at as we start to break this one down? Uh, I think the this game for me is going to come down to North Texas running the ball and if Miami, Ohio can stop it. Because when you break them down, like neither of these teams is great at anything. I think North Texas, as you kind of mentioned there, finished the season a lot better than Miami did. Like you said, they've won five straight to finish the year after starting off one and six to get to bowl eligibility. I mean, it wasn't that long ago we were talking about like Seth Luttrell probably getting fired at mm-hmm. the end of the season. Now it seems like he saved his job because it wasn't just that, you know, the UTSA win was big and that it was also, you know, 22 point win. So it wasn't fluky, but they were playing like, lesser teams in Conference USA, yes, but they're also beating them pretty soundly for the most part. So it's a good sign for them going forward against this Miami of Ohio team who has been kind of inconsistent, but there is, there's a common thread to their losses. Like they're six and six, but obviously they lost to Cincinnati to start the season. You can't hold that against them because it's Cincinnati. They're in the playoff. They lost to Minnesota on the road, which, you know, Bowling Green did, did beat Minnesota, so maybe you can hold it against them. But Minnesota is a team that runs the ball a lot. Their other loss was against Army, a team that runs the ball a lot. Their other loss was against Eastern Michigan, a team that runs the ball a decent amount. But then they lost to Ohio, runs the ball all the time. Kent State runs the ball a lot, but moves it up tempo. This is a team that has struggled with teams that can run the ball really well. And North Texas is a team that likes to run the ball. They run the ball 60% of the time. It's the eighth most frequent in the country. And I think that is going to be the one area that decides this game. If Miami of Ohio can slow down North Texas's rush attack, it wins this game. If it doesn't, North Texas wins. 
Brett Gabbert throws for more than 350 yards per game. He has 15 passing touchdowns in his last four games. North Texas, as you mentioned, has turned things around with its run game and its defense. Do you think that Seth Luttrell just can't help himself? Because I'm looking at my old air raid, wide open Mm -hmm. passing attack head coach, and I'm looking at an opponent which might be able to sling it back and forth. And if I was a North Texas fan, go mean green, shout out Ben Kerchival, I feel like I might be a little nervous that coach might not be able to help himself, uh, especially considering this is a team that is 0-4 in bowl games under Seth Luttrell with an average of 49 points per game allowed. And like getting this thing into a wide open back and forth is not actually advantageous for North Texas to do. Yeah, they're not really the shootout kind of team. Like the shootout is not where they want to be. They want to be controlling the ball, controlling the clock. And like you said, because Brett Gabbert will be able to move the ball on them through the air. He's been able to move the ball all season long. And I think North Texas's defense is better against the run than it is the pass. So that's going to be a key for them. This is it's this is a hard game to really get an eye on, though, because I do feel like if we're talking about the gambling angle, I feel like the over again, like you mentioned, giving up 49 points per game in the bowls. I don't know how often either one of these defenses will really stop the other. And I think that the right play is Miami minus three on the spread. But I really don't want to trust any Mac teams in the bowl season right now because they are not performing well. So it's like it's 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 a strange situation. This is a really difficult one for me to handicap. Um, How about this as for a line in the sand? It is a thirty one point differential per game swing. Okay, here's I'll, I'll break it down. I know that sounds confusing. Uh, first seven games of the season, North Texas averaging 23 points per game, opponents averaging 35 points per game, minus 12 points per game point differential. In the final five games, average 36.4 points per game, defense only allowing 17 points per game, plus 19.4. So when you take that sucker from minus 12 to plus 19.4, that's, uh, that, that, again, like I mentioned earlier, it was happening with the run game. It was happening with the defense. It was happening on both sides of the ball. Strong finish, but not strong enough for me to trust you. No. Not, with, not with four <laughs> bowl losses. Coach bowl records do uh, matter to me. Now, to be fair, Chuck Martin, 0-2 straight up, but 2-0 and against the spread uh, as in his time as Miami, Ohio's coach. And that's the other thing, too. Like, these two coaches, like, I know Seth Luttrell hasn't won in bowl games, but I think it's probably more a reflection of, the, like, North Texas has just played better teams than they are in these bowl games. I, I feel like both of these coaches, they're going to have teams that are showing up to play. Like, they're not the kind of coaches that strike me as, that. Eh, it's okay, just go have fun, guys. Yeah, um, App State was one of those North Texas losses. Utah State, Army, and Troy. So, not exactly the uh, the easy cakewalk mm-hmm. kind of matchups. If you're looking for ways to skip the trip to the post office and dodge all that hectic holiday shopping traffic, why not save time and money with Stamps.com? Stamps.com lets you compare rates, print labels, and access exclusive discounts on all UPS and USPS services all year long. I mean, it just makes sense, especially if your business sends more mail and packages during the holidays. Whether you're selling online or running an office or it's a side hustle, Stamps.com can save you so much time 
time, money, and stress during the holidays. You can access all the post office and UPS shipping services you need, all without taking that trip. And listen, the discounts that you get, you're not going to find anywhere else. I'm talking 40% off United States Postal Service rates. And listen, 76% off UPS. Going to the post office instead of using stamps.com is kind of like taking the stairs instead of the elevator. Are you just going up a couple of floors? Sure, take the stairs. But if you're walking 30 flights a day, you could use a break. If you spend more than a few minutes a week dealing with mailing and shipping, stamps.com is a lifesaver. You'll save so much time and money, you'll wonder why you didn't start sooner. So save time and money this holiday season with stamps.com. Sign up with the promo code COVER3 for a special offer offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale, no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, enter code COVER3. So easy. Stamps.com, microphone at the top of the page, enter code COVER3 so that you can get a special offer that includes a four-week free trial, free postage, and a digital scale. Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, enter code COVER3. Night kick, 7 p.m. Eastern time. We will be in Tampa, and there is no question in my mind that for UCF and Florida, the all-important question, every single bowl game we look at of who wants to be here more, I could not imagine, at least pre-kickoff, <laughs> this being slanted any more in the favor of the Knights. No. Like, this is... Kids, if you're listening, cover your ears. This game has a very good chance of being a poop show because I just... Like you said, I does Florida even want to be in this game? And this isn't like making fun or doing the whole thing where like an SEC team loses and you just go on to, well, they didn't want to be there anyway. This is one of those times where no, it might genuinely be the case because Dan Mullen's gone. Billy Napier's taken over. There's a whole bunch, like some players are probably worrying about whether they have a place under the new coaching staff compared to where they were under Mullen. So it's like there's transfer portal stuff. Like you saw Jack Miller, committed to the Gators, the, the Ohio State transfer QB earlier this week, which is a very different direction QB-wise to what Florida currently has on the depth chart and not all that similar to, you know, different from what Billy Napier's offense looked like at Louisiana. So there's clearly a change coming. I just, if and also if you're Florida, like you have absolutely nothing to win here. Like you have everything to lose because if you lose this game, UCF fans could be like, haha, we beat Florida at a ball game. We're going to the big 12 and we're better than you are. But like if Florida beats UCF, it's just, well, yeah, you're Florida. You're supposed to beat UCF. So it's just, it's an odd situation. And then on the other side, like Gus Malzahn, we, we've seen from all his years at Auburn, like even when Auburn had no right to be in a game with Alabama, they were in games with Alabama. And I feel like, UCF's probably taken an iron bullish kind of approach to this one under Gus, considering, you know, the rivalry aspect in the state and a chance to make a statement. So, yeah, it's talent wise. I feel like Florida should win, but motivation wise, UCF could win this thing by two scores. I think you're really underselling what UCF could gain and what Florida would have to deal with if mm -hmm. this thing breaks in the night's favor. I mean, we're talking t-shirts yeah talking license plates 
I mean, there are so many Florida, like declaring themselves Florida national champions. Yes, <laughs> I just I, there are two. I mean, like we are too connected to this because um, you know there's a CBS Sports Digital office in Fort Lauderdale, and it is uh, the office that I guess we would consider our home office. Probably is officially, and mm-hmm. that office has a lot of Florida fans and a lot of UCF fans. In fact, the largest collection of UCF fans that I know in my personal life is in that office. And all all located within like a 20 square foot area. Yeah. Like all I can imagine is that throughout the state, that can't be the only place where this is occurring. And that Mm -hmm. these kinds of in-state rivalries where one program has actual national champions and is in the SEC and all the other days out of the week show up to work feeling you know, if they choose to, some feeling of superiority. But boy, let the Gators lose to UCF in this bowl game. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And, like, you're just going to Tampa, too. Mm -hmm. So I I don't know what the game plan was in terms of travel, but, like, UCF fans will show up very excited for that game, too. Yeah. And I I think I talked myself into this while we were talking about it. I'm going to, like, I'm going to see if I could find like a UCF minus nine and a half alternate spread. Just because if they quit, it could. All right. So obviously I would suggest for betting advice, I would suggest taking UCF here. I wouldn't touch Florida. And listen, this goes even beyond this year of Florida. Oh, five and one against the spread in its last six games. So let's zoom all the way out. Florida is two, 10 and two against the spread in its last 12 as a favorite to be fair, UCF, uh, since the start of last season, has one of the worst against the spread records at 7-15. and 15. Things have not gone well uh, for Gus Malzahn, including this year, the injury to Dylan Gabriel. However, the Knights did win five out of the last six on the field uh, in order to finish the season 8-4. and four. So, what's the final score here, Chip? What do you got? I've got, oh, do I think UCF will actually win? Yes. So are you, are you just going to sprinkle them? Yes. You don't want to join me on the alternate? At not, is there an alternate at nine and a half? I bet I find one before kick, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll let you know what it is. I'll let the people know. Would you touch the total? Uh, no. I mean, I, I think I lean over, but if Florida doesn't, if Florida quits and is not interested in this game, it's like, I just don't know if they'll score enough points to help you get there because I don't think UCF's going to put up 56 on its own in this game. Correct. I that's my thinking is to stay away from the total because all of my angles are from like this competition motivational perspective mm-hmm. and that could be low scoring, that could be high scoring. There's lots of different ways that this thing could break out. So I would stay away from the total. I would take UCF in the points. I would hammer the money line and I would do follow Tom's lead and look for that alt just for the value. So that if UCF is up by, you know, four, seven, you still need more. You just still want Gus to run it up. Yeah, no, this is, again, like I said at the top, this could very much just be a poop show. And I just want to have that alternate spread. So at least that way I could try to take advantage of it. If that's the direction it goes and that's the last game of the night, we got nothing else going on. It's like, well, let me at least root for the devastation. (laughs) 7 p.m. Eastern time again, the game in Tampa at Ray J. He is Tom Fernelli. You can follow him on Twitter at Tom Fernelli. You can follow me at Chip underscore Patterson. We will have one 
bowl season daily episode to be able to cover you uh, for Friday and Saturday's games. Uh, hope that's okay, guys. We're just, we think that you can handle two days of bowl season daily in one day. So tomorrow we'll have the Memphis Hawaii Hawaii Bowl as well as Georgia State Ball State and the Camellia Bowl. That will be in Friday's bowl season daily. Again, reminder if you were just getting this solo and haven't gotten a chance, the Locks episode uh, taped at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, youtube.com slash cover. Three, if you want to come join in on that, Danny Cannell will have Bud Elliott's picks as well. And to be able to get you set for the next week of locks, that'll take you all the way through December 30th. Tom, thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.